Thank you, Christian. And hi, everybody. 780-6868. I don't have to explain the drill to anybody. We'll uh, take your questions on the phone or via text. Mike O'Shea, how are you tonight? Hello. Hello, Mike. How are you tonight? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm going to start off with a question from Michael in San Antonio because this is exactly the sort of question I think we should open the show with. Uh, Michael says, and we hear from Michael, by the way, every Monday, congrats on the win against B.C., great multifaceted performance as a fan hard to find much to complain about the return game still not very productive and the two turnovers were disappointing but not costly could you offer a head coach's critique of the game including any concerns or aspects that need work well it sounds like he already did that (laughs) (laughs) a little bit yeah uh yeah the return game a work in progress uh the third quarter the two giveaways in the third quarter not not pleasing <clears throat> overall uh both our fronts played uh, a physical brand of, uh, of football it was very effective we had six sacks uh defensively none given up uh that took some big plays away from michael riley and and his receiving core uh, and allowed us, our, our protection allowed us to, to generate some big plays. So, uh, you know, overall, it was a, a, a pretty good effort and a tough place to win. You know, whatever Richie Hall dialed up in terms of the pressures, Mike, uh, you had Riley on his heels the whole game pretty well, didn't you? Yeah, our defensive line got after it. Our front, uh, the linebackers, I think... Um, Six different guys had sacks, which is, you know, that's a lot of different guys working hard, <laughs> you know. But they, they, they worked in unison, right? They worked together, which is um, which is coming together nicely. So when you go into a game like this, and I think you said in our post-game show, correct me if I'm wrong, that you were very pleased that uh, the players didn't rest on their laurels or take anything for granted not that you expected them to but you were pleased that that didn't happen is that something that is always you know when you're going good and you're winning and everything's riding high it's always kind of in the back of your mind it, you know i hope we don't slip here um i i think it was pretty recognizable from practice from coming off the bye that our, our guys were fired up to be back and you know prepared to keep it going um i I wouldn't say i worry about it it's it's just that bc is a tough place to win and and the lions are you know a good football team they've basically gotten interceptions in in every game they 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 have a lot of takeaways uh their quarterback uh, can throw the deep ball they've got a lot of explosive plays Uh, you know just to put it to sum it up, we we played better that game, but it's that game, right? So that's why we've got to forget about it, move on to the next one because the next one will be challenging also for its own uh, reasons. I'm trying to think of the last time I heard teams around the league praise a team the way teams around the league are praising the Winnipeg Blue Bombers right now. And we might have to go back to the Doug Flutie teams that you played on in Toronto, Mike, where uh, it was almost a foregone conclusion they would win every game. You were 15-3 and two years in a row there. But uh, Mike Riley, after the game on Friday, said, hey, they're a good team. You know, they're just the best in the league right now. Uh, Their coach, Rick Campbell, said the same thing. Craig Dickinson said the same thing after you beat the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. They're the best team. You know, they're the best, they're the best, they're the best. Everybody's saying that in a way that I don't think I've ever heard before because uh, teams don't often, I mean, they'll give credit when when they lose to the other team, but not in the way it's happening now. Are you aware of that? And what's your reaction to that? Not aware of it. Don't give it much thought. Wait a minute. I got a story developing here. Don't, don't want to spend much time on that. Also, I understand that the, the easy answer, you know, I've used that a lot too because it, it certainly answers the media's questions very quickly and you get to move on. <laughs> you know, 
the, the simple answer when you get if you get beat in my mind is you give credit to the other team and then you in your own meetings you you fix the things you need to fix so um, our, our guys have been playing well they need to improve in order to keep playing well and keep that feeling they're getting from winning uh, going well I'm telling you you guys are getting credit for winning in a way that I haven't heard for a long long time in terms of lavish praise but you don't want to go down that you don't want to go down that road is that what you're telling me coach O'Shea the word lavish yeah. frightens me <laughs> Well, let's see. What's another word for lavish praise? Over-the-top praise. That's the problem right there. You know, I... I yeah. it's We're just going to continue doing what we're doing with the blinders on. Yeah. That, that's what makes the most sense to our guys, I think. Oh, of course. Yeah, I, I get that. I'm just... Uh, yeah. I'm just sort of throwing that out there because I think the fans are... I know the rest of the media in Winnipeg are are hearing the same thing and i'm hearing it in a way i've never heard it before the coach's show is brought to you by the calb seed the seed for every season uh, no practice today mike now typically you'd practice three days leading up to a game on friday any reason for for that yeah lots we played edmonton uh not very long ago they had a bye week and they played one other game so there's only one other uh piece of film to break down which was done prior to us playing uh, in BC, the BC road trip with the time change and how late the game is with the late flight back. We didn't get back on the tarmac until I think five in the morning by the time the guys would have gotten home. It, it just throws your system out of whack. So instead of being on the field running around today, I asked the guys to come in and lift and do their own sort of prep work. So each group had a lift time where they would have, uh, you know, gotten loose and gotten some strengthening going again. Uh, they would have spent time in the training room. And then as I wandered around today, most of the groups had their own little meetings. So the O-line, the D-line, like all these guys would have met separate, like just as players and gone over Edmonton tape themselves and had their own discussions, which I think is very valuable also. So, um, you know, it was purely designed um, as a way to get our players as fresh as possible for this upcoming game. And that's that's usually the my method to the madness. Yeah, and the long travel out to Vancouver—it's the longest trip you take. The time change and all the rest of it. Uh, I, I guess in you know, throw all those things together that you just talked about, then rest is uh, a far wiser thing than running them yeah when in doubt rest is best I'll, I'll give you an example so no matter what the clock says out there you wake up at the regular time so if Richie Hall is in the office here at you know four in the morning the clock says whatever it says and he's getting up anyway there right he's not sleeping so I was up at whatever time I was in the morning in BC and I didn't sleep again until I until I hit the bed after we landed Mm -hmm. So if I'm doing that, the players are restless like that too, and it's everybody's clock and body's thrown off, and it's just, as coaches, it's hard to be creative, and as players, you need the sleep to get the recovery, and it's it, your sleep is thrown off quite a bit, especially once again, we didn't stay over um, in BC where they'd get a, a you know go to bed after the game and then get up at a regular hour sort of thing and then get back on the plane and come back we you know we got on the plane right away and came home so yeah it, it meant for uh, it, it meant that it was an extremely long day that game day for you know, everybody yeah again that trip to the coast it's the only trip that you take there where there's a two-hour time change and i can attest to everything that you say I, it takes me about a day and a half when we get back to sort of get back on normal in terms of the time uh, yeah and that, that's why today I, I didn't want them just laying around that they yeah. needed to spend some energy and, and they did they all came in and like i said lifted and and you know spent time watching film together and made sure their bodies were right is there, Mike, is there, when you uh, went into this season, you knew you had a good, a good club, you had good players everywhere. Is there something about this season so far that has 
really pleased you more than anything else. Not surprised you, but uh, made you take a step back and go, hmm, boy, we're really good in that area, or I didn't think we'd do this that well. Anything like that? Uh, Bob, I, I wish I had a better answer for you, but I, I just haven't stepped back and looked at it like that yet. I think that's for Christmas time. Okay. You know. <laughs> Mike, I'm trying to work you here, but I'll just keep trying after we take this break, okay? Will you work with me? I, I, probably not, but <laughs> I'll still be here. Here's a text from Vic. He says, Coach O'Shea is a great coach. I'm so proud that he is our coach. And the Coach Show with Mike O'Shea is brought to you by DeKalb Seed, the seed for every season, 780-6868. We'll come back on 680 CJOB. The Bombers Coaches Show on 680 CJOB. There are just two NHL preseason games left for the Bubble Boys on the Winnipeg Jets to show the coaching staff and management that they belong with the big club. A home-and-home series with the Calgary Flames will wrap up the Jets' exhibition schedule, so the pressure to be noticed for all the right reasons is definitely going to be on the guys fighting for those fourth-line jobs. Hey, it's Paul Edmonds, and Wednesday night, keep it right here for the pregame show at 5 p.m., and then the play-by-play with Jamie Thomas and me, live from Canada Life Center, starting at 7. Winnipeg Jets hockey on cjob in my 12th season the rain just never stopped but in my, my third, third season we had perfect growing conditions in my 10th season the trucks couldn't keep up to the combine after all that hard work in my 40th season it's nice to see full bins no matter how long you've been farming the one season that matters most is your next so choose the seed that puts in as much work as you do choose to the seed for every season Always follow IRM where applicable. Grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Do-it-yourselfers, contractors, it's time. Time to finally start that project with Olympic Building Center. Time to get the materials you need at Olympic, where they have plenty of inventory and great prices. That fence you've been planning, that deck you've been dreaming of, that garage you need, whatever your next project is, the time is now. So go local, grow local at the award-winning Olympic Building Center. Experience the difference great people make at Transolutions Truck Centers, Manitoba's largest independent heavy truck dealership with four locations, plus a new Steinbeck location coming soon. Carrying North America's premier heavy truck and school bus brands, Freightliner, Western Star, and Thomas Built buses, and with a massive parts inventory to serve your needs seven days a week. Independently owned and operated since 1991, Transolutions Truck Centers will help you experience service the way it's meant to be. For more, head to tstruck.ca. Hey, Manitoba. This is the new sound of winning. Sure, it's just an empty beverage container going into a recycling bin. But with the new Recycle Everywhere app that's rewarding Manitobans, it could mean cash and prizes for you. There are daily prizes of $100 and two $25,000 jackpots. Plus $1,000 weekly and $5,000 monthly prizes to be won. So download the app, keep up the good work, and you can start winning today with Recycle Everywhere. Hi, this is Don White, CEO and co-founder of Private Pension Partners. Alongside our investors, we own or have under development over $725 million of pension-grade real estate with a focus on built-for-rental residential. Our newest properties under construction include the Zoo at 160 Osborne Street and the Halo at 3015 and 3025 Pemina Highway, which combined will add over 600 new housing units to our market. Please drive by to monitor the construction or visit us at privatepensionpartners.com to learn more. Want to be certain your reno goes right? Start with Pro Materials with Certainty Drywall. In fire resistant, water resistant, super durable, or soundproof. And top quality insulation, ceiling systems, premium shingles, and siding. Do it right with professional grade building materials from Certainty. Pro all the way. 680 CJOB weather. It's brought to you by Bailey's in the Exchange. Friends, families, co-workers, it's time to get together and let Bailey's remind you what a night of delicious food and wine is all about. Reserve today at baileysprimedining.com. Clear tonight, we're going to see a low of 9. Tomorrow should be sunny, south winds 40, gusting to 60 in the afternoon, high of 27. Wednesday, sunny, high of 27. And the Thursday, sunny with a high of 26. 
Right now we're down to 21 outside 680 CJOB. The Bombers Coaches Show on 680 CJOB. Friday night, the Bombers host the Edmonton Elks. And then the following Friday, it's uh, back in Edmonton to play the Elks. And then the following weekend, it's back home to play the BC Lions. That's what the next three weeks have in store for the Bombers. Uh, here's a text from David at 780-6868. Good evening, Mike. That was a fun game to watch. Buck Pierce's play calling is super sexy. Those are David's words, not mine. And I love it. Have a good practice week, and we'll see you Friday at IGF. And I'm glad he brought up Buck Pierce, Michael Shea, because in the game in BC on Friday, you had 28 first downs, 508 yards of net offense. Um, Zach Kallaris threw for 417 yards, and of course, Kenny Lawler, 12 catches, 205. But your rookie offensive coordinator, and I know it's really not an appropriate title to put on Buck because he's been involved in the offense for so long, but your rookie offensive coordinator having a pretty good year. Yeah, he, he puts the work in. I mean, obviously you couple that with the amount of experience he has um, as a quarterback himself and then through the various positions on offense and with various coordinators and head coaches he's been with, that all adds up to a guy who's uh, certainly not a rookie, as you alluded to after, but he, he's he's unbelievable. But you know, you got to understand the amount of work he puts in too, right? He is uh, efficient and always thinking, and and uses his staff well. Uh, they bounce ideas off each other, um, communicates with the quarterbacks well, and and uses his resources. Um, always uses resources, so uh, I, I'm I'm pleased and happy for Buck, but he he won't sit back till Christmas either and look at it. So no. he's just going to keep going, right? Yeah. Um, there's lots of offensive coordinators in pro football, Mike, who weren't former quarterbacks, and, and they're good coordinators. Do you think uh, former quarterbacks add something that others simply can't? I guess that would be unfair to the coordinators that weren't quarterbacks. I get that. But, I, you know, I, I do believe that when him and Zach are having a conversation, you know, Zach doesn't need to say, well, that's a, that's a real hard, that's hard footwork. I, um, you know, getting my hips around to that throw will be difficult. You know, those type of things. He already knows all that. As do, you know, most coordinators that turn out to be good coordinators, you know, and they've gathered some experience, they know all these things too, but they know it through conversations and trial and error and those types of things, or from coaching those positions possibly. But there's just a, a level of efficiency that comes with knowing that spot so well, having played that spot, that, y you, you know, you can relate very quickly and, and move on to other things very quickly because you, you already have it, you know, you're not wasting time thinking about those things. They're already in your head on how it works. Yeah, they're they're talking the same language, not again that people who weren't ex-quarterbacks can't communicate because they can. We've seen that, but I would think it would be a little easier if, if you know a quarterback's talking to a quarterback. That's a language unto themselves, isn't it? Yeah, they they see it the same too i mean i'm not saying that everybody always agrees but how their eyes work and what it looks like to them from behind center is just obvious to them right yeah uh, so zach calares threw for 417 was that his best game of the year mike uh yardage wise sure yeah. i mean i think he was pretty well spot on <laughs> yeah yeah and boy, I, it would be hard for me to say no on that. I, yeah, um, it's kind of a dumb question. <laughs> no. Yeah, it was. But I, you know, I was just looking for you to elaborate a bit. So here's the thing: he and Kenny Lawler have developed this. I, I don't know. How would you describe what they've developed? Well, this week it was. You know, Kenny caught a lot of balls, and last week it didn't look like that. Um. So I do think there's. Obviously, Zach's developing a chemistry with everybody on the offense. Mm -hmm. um, 
and you know our trust and, and the things that go with playing more snaps together I just think that at times it's going to look different you know each defense is going to present something a unique challenge and you know I, some players are going to go off some weeks like this week with Kenny but the previous week it didn't look like that for Kenny but you know this week I think it also looks uh, great for Wally also I mean he was he was on fire too so um, everybody everybody had their chance this this week you know everybody the ball got spread around fairly well um, and you like when everybody's contributing it's makes everybody feel pretty good yeah and wally of course is drew walatarski who made some big catches early in the game yeah and nick had that one unbelievable catch too yeah it was a, about a 50 yarder you know where he just he played the defensive back extremely well um you know some of the you know kevin burgoyne the receivers coach probably deserves a, a lot of credit too he doesn't get mentioned enough um but some some of the technique stuff that the, the 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 receivers are doing is phenomenal, and they drill a lot of things. They're always working drills on the sidelines when we're in special teams, and they're always you know um, looking for an edge, which is uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Well, and the receivers made some. I mean, Jack Calaris's numbers are fantastic, but his receivers made I don't know maybe five or six exceptional catches that really helped their quarterback out would you agree with that they, they certainly did they're 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 playing more quarterback friendly they're coming back to the ball they're they're high pointing the ball they're bodying out the defenders i think our receivers ended up in in excellent positions and and zach put the ball uh in those positions right where the guys had already leveraged their defenders so um you know what's left is just catching the ball you know I, and there were some some pretty good contested catches where the defender was was on each one of those guys at some point but they came up with the catch uh, this game so yeah. we'll have to you know continue that we'd like that to continue obviously once again i'm not sure it's always going to look like that but you'll take this one and and build off it and and hopefully uh, keep working so that they they do look like that more often Wolitarski was injured on an awkward-looking play. Uh, can you give us an update on how he's doing? Uh, he told me today that he's like uh, X-Men's uh, Wolverine. So I don't know if that meant that he's growing mutton chops or whether he just regenerates regenerates quickly. So hopefully it's the latter. Yeah, well, you've used the term Wolverine before, and that means the guy's going to make a marvelous comeback. Or worse to that effect. Yeah, well, I didn't say it. He said it to me. Yeah, so. no, no, I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Seven, I think eight, that's what that means. Yeah. 780-6868. We'll break for news. Come back with your texts and phone calls. It's The Coach's Show with Mike O'Shea on 680 CJOB. From the back seat at the beach. He drops back into the pocket. Looks Come long. On. Holds on Come to on. the wall. Here we go. To gridlocked traffic. Into the slot. Dodges the tackle. Oh, Come on. To reliving the magic on the way home from the game. He's on the goal line. Every yard, every mile, Harvest Honda is right there with you. Because Hondas aren't their only passion. They're football fans, too. Harvest Honda, right there with you since 1981. Cheering on the home team? That's a Winnipeg tradition. Just like IJL, they've been helping Winnipeg couples find the perfect wedding and engagement rings for more than 80 years and have the perfect ring for you right now. Come visit them today at 493 Notre Dame Avenue or browse and shop anytime online at IJL.ca. IJL, Winnipeg's luxury jewelry store since 1937. Recycle smart. No plastic bags in the cart. Plastic bags ruin your recycling efforts, increase costs, and end up in the landfill. Never put plastic bags, whether they're empty or full, into your recycling. Simply toss your recyclables loosely into your cart. If you collect your recyclables in a plastic bag, empty the contents into the cart. You can reuse your plastic bags or return them to a participating retailer. For more information, visit winnipeg.ca slash recycling or contact 311. 
Hi, I'm James Bedford, president of the Manitoba Teachers Society. In opposing Bill 64, Manitobans made it clear they want a strong public education system, one that gives all students a chance to succeed. It's time now to focus on things like curriculum, class size, student services, and child poverty. And there's so much you can add to the conversation. Want to know more? Visit educationmattersmb.ca. A message from Manitoba Teachers. Welcome to building a group. choose should visit your site. Go over placement and approach, then check with the city about size, placement, and variances. And finally, provide a free detailed estimate. Excuse me. Just call JML Roofing and Renovations. They've been doing all of that for over 20 years. And JML doesn't just build a garage, they build your garage. JML works with you and your needs. You deserve the best. Call JML Roofing and Renovations and get your garage built. 668-1861. Kevin here from CG Open Road with our official spokesperson, Adam Big Hill. My vehicle is from CG Open Road Outlet, and I love it. But I don't think Manitobans truly understand how many amazing brands you have. Well, let's tell them. Campers, get RVs by Sunset Park, Forest River, and Gulf Stream. Off-roading your thing? Shop CF Moto, Argo, Tau Motor. Into two wheels? Get motorbikes from Apollo and Beta. Plus, premium used vehicles. Oh, wait, we're out of time. CG Open Road Outlet. Too many brands for one commercial. Visit openroadoutlet.ca. You're listening to 680 CJOB. Winnipeg's radio station for 75 years. Global News at 7.30. I'm Kevin Hirschfield. The news is for your Westman Athletics. Get news, schedules, and tickets for your favorite sports at westman.ca. The head of the entertainment business at True North Sports and Entertainment says he acknowledges the lack of mask wearing that went on at Saturday's Eric Church concert. Global's Skylar Peters explains. The country music star treated 12,000 people to his tunes at Candle Life Center on Saturday, the first big event the arena's held in 19 months. Kevin Donnelly tells 680 CJOB he's heard concerns about people not donning their masks inside loud and clear, but he cites provincial rule that says people don't have to do that when they're eating or drinking. I think that Manitobans have gotten the message. I think that uh, you know people are really, really uh, in tune to what they need to do and when they need to do it. And, and uh, you know, as the night progresses like that, maybe they, they lose some of that, some of that fine-tuning. All the people at the concert had to show proof of vaccination to attend. Skyler Peters, Global News. The test positivity rate keeps getting higher across Manitoba as the fourth wave isn't showing any signs of slowing down. Epidemiologist Cynthia Carr says Winnipeg's TPR is doing well, but she's noticing a disturbing trend across the province. What is occurring more and more is that people are learning from the first time uh, that they have a positive test when they show up at the hospital at the emergency department. People are uh, tending to potentially ignore symptoms, um, which is obviously bad for themselves, but obviously also gives the opportunity to spread. Carr says the Delta variant carries too much risk to ignore symptoms, and if case counts get out of hand, regional restrictions could come into place. News on the hour on the half and when it breaks on 680 CJOB. In my 12th season, the rain just never stopped. But in my, my third, third season, we had perfect growing conditions. conditions. In my 10th season, the trucks couldn't keep up to the combine. After all that hard work in my 40th season, it's nice to see full bins. No matter how long you've been farming, the one season that matters most is your next. So choose the seed that puts in as much work as you do. Choose DeKalb, the seed for every season. Always follow IRM where applicable, grain marketing, and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. 680 CJOB. Weather. A clear night tonight and a low of 9 degrees. Sunny tomorrow, high of 27. Sunny again at 27 Wednesday. Sunny and 26 on Thursday. Right now it is 24 at CJOB. This is the 680 CJOB Sports Show with Christian O'Mell. So the... Monday Night Football game was supposed to start at 7.15. They have a roof at SoFi Stadium. They spent billions of dollars, and they're in a lightning delay. You'd think with a roof, you could play in a storm. Alas, I guess there was a design flaw. So they're going to schedule the start of that now for 20 minutes away. Oops. 
It's like at the U.S. Open when they had a, a rain delay because the rain was coming in sideways and the new roof didn't cover that. Anyway, Boston Pizza Sports Desk. Raptors crushing the Sixers, 86-58, and then we preseason action in the third quarter. Okay. Leafs and Senators tied at one late in the second. NHL preseason action. Okay. It's all preseason stuff. So let's talk regular season stuff. And why not make that CFL regular season stuff as we go back to the Coach's Show with Mike O'Shea and Bob Irving. And a text from Robert. Hi, Coach and Bob. Coach, have you ever seen a better defensive group than yours? Uh, no, not that I can recall. These guys are playing extremely well. It, uh, it, it looks different sometimes from week to week. Uh, you know, we didn't get the takeaways we would have liked to generate. Uh, we caused, did cause a couple fumbles, but didn't work, managed, uh, didn't manage to get on top of them. Uh, we got a pick at the end of the game. Um, so, you know, this, this game we had a lot of pressure and generated sacks, which uh, certainly led to some, um, some pretty good numbers. And we, you know, we held them to field goals, which is always, always one of the goals. And we get this uh, question every week. Coach, what is the status of Naaman Roosevelt? Yeah, he's on the practice roster, and I'm sure he's ready to go. And it will be used probably only if somebody gets hurt. Is that fair to say, Mike? Uh, yeah. You know, we'll see if that situation comes up. You know, he's a good football player. We know that. He knows that. Talk about your kicker, Ali Mortada, who uh, really pounded the ball the other night. I know the field goals were short. He was three for three on field goals, and they were all short. But he, he just drove the ball so impressively. You must have been pleased to see what he did. Yeah, he, uh, you know, made some, had a little fine-tuning. And, and uh, you know, I don't, what's interesting is he's not a guy that would have lost his confidence. Right? And that's something that's you know as a head coach and a guy who really enjoys special teams to have a a guy have a an off day but not lose his confidence and when you have a chat with him you know there there's i'm not left wondering what's going to happen mm -hmm. right he's he's out there fixing it and getting it figured out and ready to go back out and and he showed that he that he was, and then on kickoffs, like you said, he, he pounded the ball on kickoffs too. So um, he's got a he's got a good leg, and he's a good pro. You uh, confident he's on the right track now, and is going to be a guy who can deliver the re for the rest of the year? I am. Andrew Harris has 434 yards rushing in five games, Mike, and there's been some talk about the fact that he hasn't had a 100-yard game, but I've done a little math. Are you ready for this? Coach O'Shea had a little math. Oh, so, Bob, the math. Yeah, I know, the math. Oh, okay, so give, over, it, give it to me. Based on 434 yards rushing in five games, over an 18, a normal 18-game season, he would rush for 1,566 yards on that pace. So it seems like the fact that he doesn't have a 100-yard game, isn't that big a deal? Yeah, I don't think it is. I think if you look at the games and, and how we've played and how we've won, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. if he's, he's certainly, I would say he's not getting as many touches. He's not getting as many check-down throws. Um, and, you know, where teams are playing us a little differently, I think, the way they are attacking our run game. So... I guess I'd have to look more tightly at the numbers, but we're winning, and, and, and that's what matters. And he's very productive, and his effort in protection in the pass game is second to none. Yeah. Well, 14 carries, 81 yards the other night. Uh, you'll take that any day from your running back, and, you know, he gets a lot of those yards with his little spin and slide moves and everything else. And uh, I don't know, to me, it looks as good as ever. He does, doesn't he? Yeah. Like, like I said, he he saw me in the hallway last week and said he's he's finally feeling like himself again, and that's uh, very pleasing for a coach. Here's another thing that happened in that game, and Andrew went out for he took a shot and and went out for a play or two. So Brady Oliveira comes in and immediately catches a pass for 13 yards and and a first down for you. So here's a guy who's 
you know, not playing, but obviously was ready. He is. You know, I, I believe that our entire roster is ready. Like, these guys are working for their next opportunity, and Brady gets thrown in there and delivers right away. Not only did he catch the ball cleanly, but, he, you know, he stuck his foot in the ground and basically um, edged two defenders and, and got the first down, and it, it looked great. Yeah, it was a heck of a play by him. All right, let's talk about... Sergio Esquiafino Perez, and I'll do the pronouncing because I've been working on this uh, for a few days now, and I, I think I did it very well during the game on Friday night. If I don't, if I'm allowed to pat myself on the back, uh, how did he fare in his debut in the CFL, Mike? Did well. Got his his first tackle. Probably would add another one, except he got held and spun around on a on a kickoff cover. Uh, penalty didn't get called. Too bad, but he he certainly was down there. Uh, if you watch the first kickoff, I believe he's he's leading the charge down there, probably ahead of the other guys by four or five yards. Takes on the first blocker and drives him back another seven or eight, and then gets off that, and then the guy holds him, or he would have had another tackle. But um, he was good in the return game, also. You know, he uh, he certainly adjusted very well. He was he showed that he was ready, which he he told me he was, and it was evident he was. I think he had a lot of fun out there, and I think his teammates really enjoyed that he was there and that he was making plays. Uh, he certainly fit well, and uh, it's not lost on them that that's a big moment. You know, yeah. that's an important that's an important game right there for Serge. Well, and when he when he made the special teams tackle, there was a, a bunch of them came over to congratulate him. Yeah, absolutely. And he's right in the mix down there. It's just only one guy gets credit for the tackle, and that was definitely his. Mm -hmm. um, Kyrie Wilson, how did you rate his play in his first game back? Yeah, he was good. He he, he made a play on a screen that was, yeah, it was just terrific, right? It just, it just if not for him, for everybody else, it just cemented once again that, yeah, that's Kyrie, that's that's who he is, he's back. And Steve Richardson? His first sack, he basically shoved two offensive linemen in either direction and uh, <laughs> then corralled Riley, and, and it was pretty exciting for everybody, not just him. And, you know, a guy we haven't talked about yet, he had another rock-solid game. Not huge numbers, uh, but they don't always reflect what's going on. But Adam Big Hill. Yeah, I'm not sure what his numbers are. I don't generally look at those numbers because he's he's always in the thick of it, always directing traffic, always making plays. And what you have to realize is, you know, BC didn't really run the ball. So... If you watch the amount of pass plays they would have had, and if you if you focus in on Adam Big Hill, he's all over the place. Yeah. And, and he'll move around and give different looks to the quarterback uh, based on our call, and just jet around the whole field and and cause havoc with the, not only the the route combinations, but certainly cause havoc in terms of the quarterback on where he's really going and what the coverage really is. So uh, he adds a lot to it, especially in a game where uh, whatever they ran the ball, maybe they ran the ball five or six times, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. So th those numbers are never going to add up, you know, to a, a, a big stat game. But that certainly, like you said, doesn't diminish what he what the impact he had out there on the field. You couldn't do the things you do with him with every linebacker, could you? Not a chance. And is that because of his smarts, his athletic ability, combination of all of the above? Yeah, the complete package. Yeah. You know, he, he puts, he is very athletic. That's never going to be in question. He's super smart, um, understands the game. But what he does is he, you know, the, his film study and the, the way he um, looks at the game plan and, and the play calls and, and the, pairs it with film study and how he's going to affect plays. You know, he's 
he's just terrific. He he puts a lot of time into it, a lot of effort, right? So yeah. it's it's rewarded by us allowing him to do us putting him in these positions because we can. You know, Richie Richie and JY and James and and Daryl Patterson do a great job of utilizing him in all different areas because we can. And there's another guy in that defense whose name hasn't come up yet, Brandon Alexander. You've talked about him repeatedly when asked about a great year he's having. That big hit he put on Lucky White hit early in the game, I thought kind of sent a message. Uh, absolutely. I believe it did. And, you know, B.A. has been uh, a, a great pro off the field as well, making sure the guys are putting in all that extra work. Um so that they can perform really well on game day. He's the one who, who leads that group uh, when the coaches aren't around. And, you know, part of that leadership is when you get a chance, you know, you're going to send a message and, and uh, hit somebody. And it was just a, it was a great clean hit. Um, and it, it did set the tone early. You took three penalties. They took seven. That's a part of your modus operandi, right? Yes, we we try to remain as penalty free as possible. Which you know you'll you won't have a game where you are penalty free. Um, I thought we did a pretty good job. Still had um, you know two two pre snap penalties, the an offside on defense and a procedure on offense. You know one you know got them a first down uh, on the offside and the procedure was in scoring position, right? We were down in the red zone. So you don't, you don't like those anytime, really. Uh, a pass interference you're going to take, it's, it's football, it happens. Mm -hmm. And uh, punt out of bounds, you know, it gets marked at the 21, not the 20. If it's marked at the 20, it's not a flag, or the 19, it's not a flag. It gets marked at the 21. That's, uh, you know, the discretion between the... The referee and the sideline official to mark off a, you know, eyeball a play that, that goes out of bounds, a ball that goes out of bounds high in the air. So, I, you know, I don't know. It's These things happen. Yeah, they do. Well, three penalties, and like you say, two of them. That one in the interference call on Alexander, which was sketchy at best. Uh, uh, you talk about clean football a lot. That's, to me, about as clean as you could play on the penalty front. So... Here's an observation I've made, Coach O'Shea, to uh, anyone who will listen, which is a fairly small number, but that's neither here nor there. In my many years of watching this uh, Winnipeg football club, which stretches back close to five decades, I might say, I have never seen a bomber team, and this is post the Bud Grant era, by the way. I don't go back to that era. I've never seen a bomber team that had two better defensive ends than Jackson Jeffcoat and Willie Jefferson. Now... You've played and coached a long time. Um, have you, do you recall a team where the defensive ends were as dynamic as these two guys? Uh, I'm asking. I, I love. I, I love our guys. Right? Yeah, they're yeah. they're phenomenal. You're asking me a question, and I, I have an answer for it. Um. I believe I was on a team, I, I can't really remember exactly, but I think I was on a team that had Joe Munford and Alfred Payton. Yeah. So you're talking two Hall of Famers with, I think, damn near 300 sacks between them, or close, whatever it would be. Well, here's the thing with Munford, though. He was I'll, I'll still take yeah. Jackson and Willie. Yeah. Because... They really believe in, in what we're doing. They buy in, and they're great teammates and great leaders. And, you know, I, I think that long ago, I just can't remember what, what we did, but these guys right in front of me right now are phenomenal. I'll take those two any day, any day. So Alfred Payton played a lot of years here, and I, he had a terrific career sacking the quarterback. Alfred didn't, he doesn't, didn't do the things that... Jackson Jeffcoat does outside of sacking the quarterback. In my opinion, you don't Correct. have to comment on that. I'll agree. Yeah. No, I'll agree with that. Um, Joe Monford was one of the very best ever. Yep. Uh, he was just a great pass rusher. But these two guys, uh, I watched Jeffcoat make plays. He just doesn't rush the quarterback, 
right? I mean, he does a lot more than that. He, he plays the run extremely well. Yeah. Uh, he redirects and pursues. I mean, like I said, I'll take our two guys over anybody I've been around yeah. any day. Well, and there have been a lot of good ones, but, boy, these two are they're right up there. All right, we'll come back, and uh, we'll take a look ahead to the game with the Edmonton Elks on Friday night at IG Field. It's the Coach Show with Mike O'Shea, and it's brought to you by the Calb Seed, the seed for every season. The Bombers Coaches Show on 680 CJOB. Listen to over 500 radio stations from anywhere in Canada with Radio Player Canada, the must-have app that's as Canadian as you are. Funny, well-informed, dominating the music scene at the gym or in the car. Enjoy every type of radio station anywhere, anytime. Listen through your phone, Sonos, Google Chromecast, Google Home, Amazon Echo, Apple CarPlay, and Android Auto. Download the Radio Player Canada app today. It's where Canadian radio plays. Buildings, it's what they do best. For over 40 years, Olympic Buildings has been helping your business grow, store your equipment and toys, and give you a comfortable place to work. Whether you need a new shop, commercial or ag building, storage facility, or even a home for your growing business, Olympic is the cost-effective solution to your building needs. Take a virtual tour of their completed projects online at olympic-buildings.ca. And then, build with confidence. Here's a sound you may recognize. It's something you can hear thousands of times a day all around the province. Manitobans putting empty beverage containers into a recycling bin. What it represents is an action that diverts waste and extends the life cycle of containers. So those materials can keep coming back in new forms. And for your efforts, Recycle Everywhere is giving back to Manitobans through our new app. And programs that keep our province clean. So download the app, drop in your containers, and help close the loop. Recycle Everywhere. Rush on down to Canada West Boots Factory Outlet. They are overflowing with Canada West and Brahma boots. You'll find over a thousand pairs in stock of locally made cowboy boots, biker boots, and CSA approved work boots. Want something ankle height? Try the Romeo Chelsea boots or William Morby Heritage boots, all proudly made in Winnipeg. See CanadaWestBoots.com for an online catalog or shop in person at 1255 Street, where Canada West and Brahma boots are handmade since 1978. Winnipeg Dodge introduces Willie Jefferson. Uh, John, what's up, Jason? What's going on here? First, Hallibuck, now Jefferson. You trying to send me a message or something? No, no, no. Willie's just fresh young talent. He's here to keep you on your toes. What? Was it something I did? Was it the coffee gag? The hugging? No. Let's give him a chance and see what happens. All right. Winnipeg Dodge in the Point West Auto Mall, where the buying experience is just as enjoyable as the drive. Want to be certain your reno goes right? Start with Pro Materials with Certainty Drywall. In fire resistant, water resistant, super durable, or soundproof. And top quality insulation. Ceiling systems, premium shingles, and siding. Do it right with professional grade building materials from Certainty. Pro all the way. No matter what's happening in the world, love cannot be cancelled. Love will always overcome. It brings couples closer together. I'm Joe Namath from Namath Diamonds. There's no better way to show your love than getting her an engagement ring you know she'll adore. Namath Diamonds is now happy to serve you in person by appointment. Monday to Friday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Make your appointment at namathdiamonds.com. 680 CJOB weather and it's brought to you by the Polo Park Hearing Center your locally owned family run hearing specialist conveniently located in the lower level at Polo Park clear tonight we're going to see a low of nine tomorrow should be sunny south winds 40 kilometers an hour gusting to 60 in the afternoon high of 27 Wednesday sunny high of 27 and Thursday sunny with a high of 26 right now it's 21 outside 680 CJOB Bombers Coaches Show on 680 CJOB. So, Mike O'Shea, I know head coaches are always thinking about uh, what to say to their team, maybe a change, alter the approach in some way, just kind of keep everybody fresh, everybody engaged. You spend a lot of time... Uh, 
you know, thinking about, am I, am I doing the right things? What can I do now to maybe get, make sure everybody keeps their focus? Or do you, do you think you have a group? You don't even have to worry about that. No, you spend a lot of time observing. Um, probably after that, I spent a lot of time thinking about what I saw and what needs to be said. And generally, I, I end up on the same thing, which is like, leave them alone and let them keep working. <laughs> Once again, we, we, we brought in a, a veteran group, tried to bring as many vets back as possible for, for these reasons. Uh, I think the team working for each other and recognizing what needs to get done and how they're going to do it you know, on their own, is uh, that kind of ownership is, is very important. Obviously, if there's something I think needs to be said, I just say it. I don't, mm. you know generally call a lot of meetings or whatever i just say it you know when we're when we're together so um uh, i'll i'll keep analyzing you know or trying to validate what i do and see if it's working or not but once again i, I just prefer to you know observe the team and see how the team's working and if the team's working efficiently like i said i just try to let them let them keep their ownership and make it theirs so keep an eye on things and leave well enough alone for the most part yeah um so edmonton friday night mike you played them a couple of weeks ago they're coming off a loss in ottawa after which their coach ripped into the the team there's all sorts of speculation in edmonton that there's internal problems is this a team that uh you need to be a little wary of we will expect their best football. We always will. We will prepare for them to be their absolute best. And in, in doing so, we'll have to play our best. You know, that's the way it is. All the other stuff is not anything we'll pay attention to. Yeah. Do you think they'll have Trevor Harris back? I do. And what sort of a difference does that make to kind of the makeup of their squad in your view? Well, he's just got so much experience. He's seen it all, yeah. right? And as far as your team is concerned, just uh, stick to the stick to the course and go out and play the way you know you can play. Keep your head down, stick to the script, and you know put the put the work in throughout the week. You know the game generally takes care of itself, yeah. or, or whatever the score ends up is what the score ends up. It's it's the work you put in throughout the week, and and once again sticking to that process. It's boring, I guess, hearing that all the time, Bob, but seems to seems to work. Uh, no, I'm not bored by it. I think it's a great plan, and you guys are working it to perfection here. Now you're 7-1. and one. Did you know that? <laughs> yes. And you're... Uh... You've told me that before. <laughs> You've won five games in a row. Apparently. Yeah. And, yeah. okay, we'll leave it there. <laughs> uh, I don't want you to say anything that you might regret. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Mike, thanks very much. We'll see you tomorrow at practice. Thanks a lot, Bob. Okay, Mike O'Shea, head coach of the Bombers. That is the Coach's Show. It's brought to you by the Calb Seed, the seed for every season.